yo, yo, back at the episode of Man to Man. Yours truly, Darius Butler, co host, my dog, Antoine Bethea. Yo, yo, we back, man. Week two is fully in the books. Um, we had game three uh, already been played between the Lakers and the Nuggets by the time this comes out. But, um, what's your take on uh, week two in the NFL, man? <clears throat> man, um, a good week, man. Some good football, mm-hmm. some sloppy football, um, you know. But um, you know, starting off with last Monday night game, prime time, prime time. Uh, I went into it thinking New Orleans was going to pull that, pull the game out. But Las Vegas Raiders came out and played some good ball. Yeah, played real good ball. Um, ran the ball well. Um, Derek Carr. Uh, Make some great decisions, um, and then I think we just we witnessed a witnessed a uh, up and coming star. Yeah, man, he he um, Waller looked like he ready to be in that top five, top six, seven conversation with them tight you know, ends, man. For sure, man, he was giving them problems, man, and and um, them type of them type of players, man, they they, they give you those type of problems where you know you match a uh, linebacker up with him, maybe yeah. too you know too fast, a little bit more agile than a backer, but then you. You know, put a DB up against him. You know, he's well, I think he was like six. He's like he's six, like, six, like six five, two thirty. Five two thirty. So that's that, that's tough for a DB to match Maybe up. So, um, so you now we definitely got to keep our eye out on him for the rest of the year. And um, but it was a good game though. Good game. Good game. Good what game, man. Of, what do uh, what you think about the call at the um at the end on Rabbit? Ah, uh, the the uh, PI. Yeah, PI. Yeah, I thought it was a PI. I thought it was a PI. Because he went back, he went back and grabbed that arm. Hooked the I arm. Feel like, I, yeah, I feel like it was cool with the hand fighting, but once, once, once he felt rugs about to try to pull away, mm-hmm. a little bet move. You know what I mean? It's yeah. gonna look a lot yeah. worse than slow motion on the replay. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, if they threw the flag, I can definitely see why. Uh, but he was. I mean, I can't blame him for that one. I can't mm-hmm. blame him for that one. Keep the Raiders two and zero, man. Raiders two and zero. Uh I'm I'm surprised they beat the Saints. So yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. I definitely um expect them to lose this game, even with Mike Thomas out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know a lot of people beating up Drew Brees, but um I don't I don't I don't think he played that bad. Uh, Drew Brees throughout his career has you know he's just been an on time accurate passer. Boom, 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 boom. And that's why I picked him. I just felt like they had so many reps up under their belt. But he's just kind of he just kind of I mean it just looks a little off, right? Rhythm off a little bit. But I feel like. You know, he's one of the vets that's going to figure it out. And by week, you know, 9, 10, he'll be looking just like the old Drew Brees. At the beginning of the year, I feel like they always have a little hiccup like this. And they yeah. pick it up. But uh, the Raiders came out and they just outplayed him, man, on both no, sides sure. of the ball. Uh, like sure. you talked about Carr, he made good decisions all night. Um, got got points. They stole that possession, got them three points at the half. That was big. Then they got the ball right back after half. They scored before that. So when, mm-hmm. I think they scored like 17 unanswered at the point. So yeah, um, they scored like on yeah. four four consecutive uh, possessions. Yeah. And if that old boy will fumble, they might get blown out by 14 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another thing, man, that um shoot, uh the Raiders, they had two Two of they starting offensive linemen out, but they played they played good. Yeah, uh, offensive line was very physical, especially in the run game. Um, that Trent Brown out, right? Trent, Trent Brown out. Then uh, Richie Incognito went out. Yep. Um, I think that was like maybe like second quarter, sometime in the first half. So uh, guys filled in and did a did a great job, man. So 
Next man up. <laughs> yeah, next man up, man. You definitely got to keep your eyes out on um on, on the Raiders, man. Now, that that division is interesting. If they, yeah. can, if they can continue to play how they play, you know, you got you got Kansas City. Um, you know, we see what the what the Chargers going to do, and then man, you know what? Let me, let's jump. We got to talk about them Chargers real quick. Like yeah, speaking of ahead. next man up, Herbert. I feel like the co. I feel like the coaches just. He done said some more statements like, yeah, you know, he, he went out there and he didn't get a lot of things done and he's a backup for a reason. Like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that from Lynn, man. Like, support the young kid. If you're going to rock with Ty, rock with Ty, but I think – Don't talk down on the young boy. Yeah, don't talk down. You know, for what? Like, what's the point of that? I just, I just mm-hmm. didn't understand that. And I felt like he went out there and threw for like 300 yards. He didn't play perfect, obviously, but he took the defender champs, the OT, like, in his first start, like – I mean, what more do you want from a rookie in that position? So, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. It's looking like we, we gonna see. It, it's definitely. I think you, um, you kind of hit it. Uh, talked about it um, yesterday on um, overreaction Monday. Whereas a lot of times, um, these type of decisions go over the head of the head coach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, Coach Lynn was like, regardless when uh, Tyrod um, is back healthy, he's gonna be our starter. Um, I think. Again, you know, everybody kind of knows, um, you know, how, how, how the league goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you, you draft a quarterback in the first round, top 10. Um, obviously, you know, the, the owner is going to want to see that that player um, yeah. on the field. But, but again, um, we don't know what type of um, power Coach Lynn has. Maybe he has that power where he can make those type of decisions where, now nah, he's not – Herbert's not ready yet. Ty's my quarterback. Yeah, true. Um, so, so, again, we'll see. I think – um, like we said before, um, we definitely all want to see Ty get his shot. I hope, yeah. I hope, you know what I'm saying, whatever Coach Lynch said, you know, that, that that's what it is. Um, but I think they're in a good situation where, you know, you got Ty, you got a, a very talented uh, quarterback in Ty Rob, but then obviously the young boy comes in um, and plays well. So I guess, yeah. you know, if you're the Chargers, you're in a good situation. Yeah, facts. That's a good good quarterback problem to have. Even if you mm-hmm. like you said, Ty come back and start, you know you got a guy that you can go to, you know, in the crunch, or you know, if you gotta miss a few games or something, he'll you know, he'll make it do what it do. So I, he he surprised me. I tell you that much. Damn sure Man, surprised me. I, I was surprised like shit. It was like oh Herbert playing. I'm like, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> like, like the first like, play I was going, Yeah, like what's going on? Like what my guy. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That, that's something you don't see often. But um, mm-hmm. what else we got, man? The Colts, man. The Colts bounced back from a tough loss. They were getting beat up all over the country after losing to the Jags. Minshew going 19 for 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Philip Rivers before, before Jacksonville looked like they could be they could be serious. I mean, they 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 damn sure don't look like they're tanking. Yeah, and if yeah. they are, you know, Minshew didn't get the memo. Right, 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 right. So, so back on the Colts, we'll come back to the Jags. They got yeah, the Thursday yeah. night game. We'll come back to them. But like you said, back to the Colts. Yeah. So, um, you know, came out rough week one, rough week one, and uh, we we talked about it a little bit. Like, you know, it's early. You know, stuff happens, but they bounced back. Man, mm-hmm. defense came out with a dominate performance. Uh, smothered the Vikings all day. Offense moved the ball up and down the field all day. Got points. So, set up for a lot of field goals early. But um, you know, feeding the young boy Taylor, Jonathan yeah. Taylor going off, he was eating, and um, so Mo Ali Cox stepped up, mm-hmm. and um, you know, had a breakout day, I think five catches, 111 yards. So um, you know, Philip looked ac- accurate, 
ball moving up and down the field, man. What you what you think? The young the young rookie kicker went young like four for four, I think. So they came so, out with fun. I, mean, I was proud, I was proud of them, man. Yeah, I was happy to see it too. Like you said, uh, they got beat up after the week one loss. Um and some of the young guys had to do what they had to do. They had to step up, step up um, maybe earlier in their career than what they uh, what they expected. Um, but like you said, you know, run game, controlled the line of scrimmage, you know, um, took some time, uh, con- con- controlled the time of possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we all know when you when you can run the ball, it kind of makes it easier um, for the offensive coordinator. It makes it easier for the for, for the quarterback. So yeah. that for was the definitely defense. good for the defense. They, they you know, defense. Mm-hmm. They on the sideline getting rest, rested, yeah. so you get on the field. Hopefully, you get them three and outs. Yeah. Um, so it, it all works. It all works together, and um, you know, definitely, it was uh, sad to see Malik Hooker uh, go down with the uh, with that Achilles injury. Man, just it's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. It's he was play, he was he was playing well too, man. Especially this game. Um, I actually spoke with him and Kenny coming into the game. We mm-hmm. just kind of just you know checking in with him. You know, just talking ball, and uh, he he came out. He started that first, you know, first few drives out like balling, flying around. Hate to see him go down, man. But I know he'll bounce back. Young, nah, for sure, got a lot for of sure. good football left ahead of him. Uh, Kenny Moore had a great game. Uh, he showed up a lot in the run game in the past game. Got a pick, tips and overthrows. Got to catch all those. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? The young boy, um, Blackman. Blackman came rookie. in. Rookie Flying came around. in. He looked good. I like it. I like it. Come in, you fly around, um, make your presence felt. Um, and, and that, that's the biggest thing, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you might have one or two, um, MAs, but if you out there, if you flashing on film, um, you can't, you can't grade effort. Well, you can grade effort, but if you putting that effort out there, that's, that's what coaches want to see. You know what yeah. I mean? We can, we can work on the other stuff. We can work on technique. Sure. Um, as far as MAs and stuff, but you, if you out there not flying around, not giving that effort, then we're gonna have a problem. So I like that, you know, playing physical back there, um, strong, good tackling. Yep. Um, so he, he's, I think he's gonna have a bright future for the coach. Bright yeah, future. He, he was the Sunday. He was the epitome of popping on film or flashing on film. You know, whatever scouts or people say, but um, he popped. You know, you saw him come up, made some. Some splash plays, like you said, the technique stuff, that's gonna come. That's gonna come yeah. with reps. That's gonna come with mm-hmm. coaching. But um to see that on his first action back um since that injury, I'm definitely excited about um excited about his future. And now obviously with uh with Hook going down, you know, he's gonna have a, hot, a lot more on his plate. So yeah. um, you know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why well, we stick with the coach, man? We'll talk about Darius Leonard, man. Just came Ooh. out three hundred tackles in his first thirty games. The maniac. That's real. That's real, man. Another uh, South Carolina State, yeah. man. HBCU, HBCU product, that good stuff. All that good yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. He he um he's made his presence felt from day one <laughs> as a rookie coming up to be a first team All Pro. Um, you know him him and him and Quentin were just great picks to just be anchors and leaders on each side of the ball because they just bring that attitude, bring that mindset. Leonard, I know you're gonna bring that energy. Mm-hmm. Three hundred tackles his first thirty. That's real. Yeah, he go. I mean, the sky's the limit for him, man. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit. Who are Buckner? Buckner showed up and ball. D Buck getting some D- some some QB pressures. D Buck came up with ball. Got a safety. Safety. Yeah, that's what that's what they're gonna need from him. They're gonna need that yeah. from him. You know, um, get that defense going. You know, as we all know, um, I think a defense goes as their front four goes. That's a fact. So if that front four can go get um pressure on the quarterback, they can be um you know causing havoc in the run game 
um, that's going to do a lot for the maniac and um, and the back end where you're going to have, you know, you got some younger guys back there. So, yeah, um, Deep Buck, man, you know, just keep doing what he's been doing. The reason why they brought him in into Indy. Um, and like you said, second game, man, he uh, he, he made his, bro, his presence felt. That's a fact. Yeah. What else we had? Minshew. Minshew done went out there, almost messed up my perfect Sunday, man. He almost man, messed up my perfect Minshew Sunday. like, man, forget what y'all talking about. Tank for tank, tank for Trevor, huh? Trevor, man, yeah, all right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, man. Yeah, but the Jags, man, they um, sure, they one and one. I don't think nobody would have had them at one and one right now. Um, I think That's everybody had the Colts beating them week one. Um, and even in their loss, they they played strong. Yeah. Almost um, beat Tennessee. That's a team yeah. that's fresh off the AFC Championship. Exactly. So um, I always say, you know, after the first quarter um, of the season, first four games, you can kind of tell, you know, what kind of team you're going to have. Um, yeah. So, you know, we got two weeks left. We're going to see what happens. But in, in um, this season, it's a, even it's a little more weird because these are for some teams, these are probably going to look like preseason games, you know, yeah. four or five more weeks into the season. So. Now it's almost you got to go five, probably six games just to okay, mm-hmm. everybody clicking and hitting. But you know, how these all these wins and losses add up, man. Yeah. So, you started that scene, you start looking back like, damn, we should have won this in that game. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah. been sitting in first place right now. And now we fighting for a spot. Like, mm-hmm. so every we talked about it, um, yesterday, I think you mentioned it how we only got 16 and every one of them count. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I know it's early, but uh, got to start stacking these wins. I'm glad we bounced back and got that win for the coast, though, man. Nah, nah, for sure, man. So hopefully we can start stacking these wins together, man. And and run away with that South. Yep, Houston. They took their second now. Mm-hmm. So everybody's. Uh, What's Tennessee? Tennessee? The Tennessee, Tennessee. win game, uh, week one. Who did they play week one? Titans first. I don't know. Oh no, but, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. So yeah. what else? Um, what, what else was a surprise? Uh, we talked about that um that Atlanta and Dallas game a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That, um, I mean, I, I knew that one would be close, but yeah. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know Atlanta was going to trick it off. Like I didn't know they had yeah. another trick up their sleeve like that. As I've been saying the past three days, man, throw Atlanta away, <laughs> man. <laughs> that was that was. Ah. That was brutal, man. That was tough to watch. Um, just a just a, a, a total collapse. Um, offense let you down, defense let you down, and the special teams just I don't know what they were doing. I don't been so, in meetings and you know how to do in that situation. Hey, so so my thing is yesterday in that meeting, how was that meeting yesterday watching that Bruh, film? You know how dreadful the lead up to that. Oh man. You special teams player, you like, damn, I know my dumb man. I was standing right there. Right there, could have jumped on the ball. Yeah, man. But, hey, you live and you learn, man. Everybody that been through it. You yeah, know, had right. some embarrassing moments and did some sure. bald-headed things, man. Sure. And, 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 you know, out there the, on the field, man, hey, you know, we go over and look, and look a certain way. And then mm-hmm. on the games, fans or not, like, it's just – it's, a di- it's different. It's a different. It's sometimes, different. Yeah. So sometimes one dude may be thinking, "Let me jump on it." Then he sees his teammate stand back, so he probably like, "Oh shit!" Like, my, like. So I mean, hey, but it's one time. Everybody in the league done learn from that moment, so we better not see that shit no more. But nobody else get a pass. <laughs> I, get, I get them boys a pass, man. Man, Titans beat the Broncos week one, so Titans are two and zero in the division. Okay. One and one. Titans go one and one. 
Houston zero and two. So we'll see. Keep keep track on the AFC South. It's always a close yeah. division. Always, always. close in. Always. See. What else we got? You got to talk. Man. Let's get back to HBCUs, man. Man, a big, huge a huge announcement. Huge announcement. You got to get this. You're you're the HBCU legend, man. Um, prime time. He said, I guess he said you got to uh, refer to him as Coach now. Coach Prime, yes, sir. Coach Prime, man. Um, officially became the head coach of the Jackson State, uh, of Jackson State, and I think that's a um. That's a huge, huge play, man. Even though I didn't go to Jackson State, but just being part of that HBCU family, um, that's huge for 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 what we're trying to do um, in the HBCU community, man. And um, I don't know how true it is. Um, it's been some reports out there, but to have uh, Terrell Owens as your uh, wide receivers coach and uh, Warren Sapp as your defensive line coach, Again, not sure. Yeah, we got to get that. We got to get that confirmed. But it was some, you know, rumblings of that. But uh, but to have those two guys on your staff, the type of knowledge that you can have, um, those guys can bring, not only for those guys to um, help, you know, further maybe, you know, those guys' um, wishes to go to the NFL, but just you know, just 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 black men that's been through life life situations mm-hmm. that can teach these men. Um, some valuable things off the field, but um, that's big, man. It's huge. What you think? That's big, man. Um, we we kind of spoke about it yesterday, uh, you know, off camera, but it's big. It's big. I, obviously, especially what's going on right now, um, around the world, especially in um, you know, in the country, in the black community. Like I just feel like coming together, you know, as as you know, it's always been paramount, but now, you know, why not? Why not now? Him going mm-hmm. bringing that. Just even just his his name, you know, because that's when he, when you bring up Deion Sanders, like that's that's one of the best football players of all time, one of the best athletes of all time, two sports. Mm-hmm. So for him to come back and not even being a product of HBCU, but for yeah. him to come and um, you know, and, and insert himself into that situation, like you know, if he if he do it right and do the things that I think he's gonna do there, man, it, it could be a game changer. So um, you, I'm excited about it. How you think it will shake up the South? You know what I mean? Where you got you might have a guy from. Mississippi or Florida bro. or whatever, but you know you got Dion in your in your living room. Like, yo, come here. Like, I I know what it takes to get to the league. You know what bro, I'm saying? It, it, it's t- I feel like you know what we and we spoke about this. I feel like earlier on the season, um, you know, just about the shift and how that will work and how it used to be. You know, because yeah. you got a bunch of Hall of Famers that were from HBCUs because that was the only place they could play. Correct. So uh, for a lot of them, and some of them, you know, different situations, but. You know, for 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 it kind of evens the playing field because mm-hmm. now and you saw his interest. I don't know if you saw, but if you haven't, oh, if you I, didn't I, see I, his interest for the head, y'all coach, go check it out. Y'all go check it out, and that's just the type of that's what gets recruited. That's what people want to. If I'm trying to go to the NFL, that's what I want to see. Oh, you know, okay, he taking this this program to another level. I want to be a part of that. You saw, uh, um, what's a um, cure maker, McCore? Yeah, yeah, yeah who McCour. committed to Howard. You know, a five star yep. recruit. So. Like it's the perfect kind of storm, you know. You and you've seen some of these other coaches at these larger programs, some of these white coaches. When it was, you know, the Black Lives Matter, everything you was going on from. the protest, they was real silent. You know, real you silent. a lot of their fan bases, you saw when they were they weren't silent. That was a problem as well. So, yeah. if I'm a recruit in South Carolina and Mississippi and wherever, I may think twice because the thing about HBCUs, even from the outside looking in, not even been, not even having that experience, like. It's just it's 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 a more dope experience. Like it's a more comfortable experience. As in my college experience, 
if I wasn't on the football field in the locker room or in the athletic setting, I was like a fish out of water. Yeah. It was like, you know what I mean? Like I'm around, I'm looking around and, you know, get junior, senior year. I'm one of probably three black people in my class. And it's like, you know, you got the opposite of that, man, that's, that's crazy. So I don't know. We're going to see though. Nah, for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. About it. yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of brought up the, um, the facility aspect and, you know, just going to Howard, man, it was very, it was humbling there as well. You know, even though I had a great time, but just our facilities, it just, it just doesn't add up. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. What I can say, um, the SWAC and which is, uh, you know, where where the Jackson State, the conference they play in, their facilities are, 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 are good. And they're actually doing some things at Jackson State where, you know, you get some top recruits. Shoot, they might go in there and be like, oh, I, I like what y'all doing here. And, yeah. Um, so, you know, I definitely think it's a big move. It's kind of something that you just you just said as well, whereas um, during the protests and where, you know, some of these uh, white coaches at these um, bigger institutions were – um weren't saying much and that was solid yeah, very we had, solid. um had a, a guest previously gerard powers mm -hmm. who went to um who went to auburn um he yep. kind of just told a story about when you know his mom um i guess he, uh i think it was uh alabama alabama and she didn't like yep. alabama just off the history of what was behind and how they would you know do certain things on campus so again yeah. you know like you said as far as these um, these young recruits, they're they're you know they're seeing a lot more and they're hearing a lot more. They're they're, uh, they're 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 taking things under their wings, um, so, and, and just so much more aware. Yeah, for sure. So, so, so you can see how that where where that's gonna go. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure, man. I mean, even if you look at um like what Deshaun Watson and um. DeAndre Hopkins, when they, uh, you know, they had some stuff renamed at Clemson, like mm -hmm. ASAP. We started petitioning in probably less than a month. It was renamed. Like, so people, you know, just start to realize, you know, what type of power you have collectively. And I yeah. think um, if you kind of had the other uh, big time basketball recruit, Mikey Williams, I think his name is, was talking about possibly going to HBCU as well. So it's a different, and it's even with media, man, like the media is different because you you bring a few names who already have a following. Oh, yeah. Like those cameras, the networks are coming because that's mm -hmm. they already got a buzz. You know what I mean? So, um, so it's going to be interesting, man. I'm excited. Man, it's funny you said something about Michael Williams. I just seen he about to transfer um, out here to North Carolina. A word? Um, yeah, he about to transfer to an academy out there, um, late uh, over there by Lake Norman. So that's some good basketball in North Carolina too. Yeah, high school yeah, basketball. Yeah. Well, sure. I this this high school basketball is different. <laughs> Completely <laughs> different. You transferring from Cali to North Carolina? Yeah. It's it, different. It, it, it's different. It's it's that, different. That AAU circuit changed the game for for high school basketball. It's mm -hmm. like it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why. Speaking of basketball, who we got? Who playing tonight, man? Lakers, Lakers, Lakers and Nuggets. Lakers and Nuggets. Lakers go up three zero. Yeah, I, I I don't think the Nuggets. I don't think the Nuggets. I think it's gonna get swept. Swept? I think it'll get swept. I could be yeah. wrong. I don't count the Nuggets out. Once in these playoffs, was shit three times. The Clippers blew three closeout games, but um, they came back three one twice. I mean, they they got to be tired at some point, man. man. AD been going off, going off. LeBron been doing this thing. like it's just Lakers are clicking right now. Man, what you think? You think? Don't tell me you think. What you think, bro? I think uh, I think the Nuggets gonna get one. Um, tonight. I mean, I don't want them to win, but. Um, 
If it's if it's a game that they gonna win, it's gonna be tonight. How, how do Nuggets win? How do Nuggets beat them? Jay Murray and the Joker, they both scored 30, 35. Um, that's the only way. You need they gotta, I feel they, like they, you need, they gotta um, have they gotta have a crazy game, and then so, the Lakers, the Lakers gotta they gotta be off. But yeah, um, I, Joker I, I, and Jay Murray, they gotta they gotta have a, a huge game. I think. I think Porter Jr. got to show up too. He got to have a this 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 would be a statement game for Jit right here, man. If he show <laughs> up, if he show up to drop twenty five, you know, like nine <sighs> twelve shooting, that's how they beat the Lakers. Like somebody got, got to, I know and just have a, and I got that. That's that's the only way they beat this team. Like the young boy said, man, I need the ball. You know what I'm saying? He, <laughs> he needs the ball. He said, "Give it a rock, man. Give, give it a rock. rock." And I Let just him. feel as though. In, in this type of situation, he ain't gonna have the ball as much as he like. You know what I'm saying? Like down 2-0, your star's gonna have that. So again, he's gonna have to find a way to get his himself involved without the ball in his hand. Crash them yeah. boards, yeah. get the rebounds on the defensive end, get some steals. You know what I mean? Um because being a number being a number three option, yo, that's tough. Yeah, it's that's real tough. tough. You gotta you gotta you know just I mean? gotta get in how you fit in. Right. He, but he worked though, he worked, he crashed some boards. Um, he's got to get a little better on defense. He a liability on defense, but as far as offensively, I think it's really it, it comes down to him just getting more touches, you know, mm -hmm. get more confidence, um, and just you know maximizing the opportunity. But we're gonna see two down two zero, like you said, your stars got to take over. They got to control the game. They got to get you involved. But it's gonna be on Murray and Jokic. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But like I said, if it, if it's a game that they um, I feel as though that they're gonna win. That they need to win, it gotta be tonight. Cause if you go down 3 0, um, that game for them Bulls gonna come out. I think they're gonna, go ahead and try, <laughs> they're gonna try and get them up out of there. That's uh, a fact. Sir Charles gonna be in the studio with his broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, boy, the, the boys on the Nuggets will probably be half checked out. Man, down 3 0, man. Yeah, been in, this, been in this damn hotel for, for months, been in this bubble for a minute. So, yeah, they gotta get tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta yeah, get tonight. Yeah. What else we got, man? Man, we're gonna um, trying to confirm this coaching staff, man. Yeah, coaching staff, man. Um, Jason Phillips, offensive coordinator, T.O., the wide receiver coach, Warren Sapp, D-line coach, Dennis Thurman, the D coordinator, Mario Edwards Sr., the D-bass coach, T.C. Taylor, and Otis really are the holdovers. Otis, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just text Prime, man. Trying to get the list confirmed. Yeah, that's uh, um, that's going to be dope, though, man. That's going to be dope. I can I'm just imagine. About that. Man, I just... And you got to think about it. Like, I, if, if for the folks that, that really don't um, know about the HBCU uh, like football heritage and just the um, the history behind it. Prime falls in line with a head coach at an HBCU. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just from the, you know, the mannerisms, just his, um, his aura, like, mm -hmm. you know, it just everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I remember we, when I played at Howard, uh, Bethune Cookman had a coach, man. Yeah, I'm talking about dressed to the 
to the T, bro. I'm talking about to the T. You know how we do, bro. Like to the T. You know what I'm saying? And then like they just a, a lot of the coaches have real big um, you know, personalities, man. And I just feel as though Prime, man, he 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 fits right into that. He fits right into it, man. So I know it's gonna be a lot I, I of I never even thought about that. I never man. even thought about that, but I can I can definitely see because I, I mean, you know what? I, I feel like that's just us, man. That's how we do. And, and on in different I was even say at the PWIs, at the predominantly white institution, and, and you know, even the pro level, like a lot of what we do in corporate America, period, you know, as black people, as black men, is whitewash. Like you gotta do what you do to fit in. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you're a black dude, like you clean cut, clean shaven, like you're gonna carry yourself a certain way. Like, and it's not that that's professional, but at the same time, that's not me. That's not yeah, who that's I not that, you know, Yeah, exactly. If I'm at the cookout, exactly. If I'm at the cookout yeah. with the family, like this is not how I'm acting. This is not how I'm mm -hmm. carrying myself. As opposed to, if I'm going, if we like, like Twan said, like if you look, he fall right in line with the HBCU coaches. Like, why do you think that is? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, it's gonna be, it's gonna be dope to see, man. Just I feel like 2020 has been the first time uh, that black people kind of just feel comfortable being black. You know what I mean? In whatever space, corporate space, this space, TV, like now it's like, okay, it, different than any other time in my life, at least like people like, you know, even us, we lived in a, I mean, we played in a, in, a, in a sport that was dominated by black players, but outside of that, it wasn't a lot of us. So, yeah. um, you know, even, even when you got to those levels and set in those rooms, you, you, you moved a different way. So it's, um, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun um i'm definitely man i'll be be itching there hopefully you know they'll put some of them games on the tube fact so i might pull see. up the one man yeah What's they um, got a strong fan base because they're not playing uh, this year right nah um nah i don't think so nah I think, what about uh, how nah we 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 we, we sit down this year okay yeah. so this and i, I kind of feel a, i kind of feel a certain type of way about that too man i think um that decision that decision was made a little too early Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what that decision was based on. Um, I know it was based on COVID or whatever the case may be. Maybe that maybe we wasn't able to get the um, the right kind of testing or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But I just feel as though a lot of the, um, a lot of the you know decisions was made like real early. You know what I'm saying? I, like the big, I know the Big Ten. They they went back and basically backtracked on their decision. They made it early. And they came back like, nah, everybody else playing football. We got to get out here and play ball. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I don't know what uh, what all went into the uh, the decision-making mm -hmm. um, from the higher-ups and those uh, those conferences or whatever. But I kind of feel as though we could have been in the same situation where we could have started the season October or whatever the case yeah. may be. You know what I mean? Got eight games in. Um for the for the you know for the seniors or for for whoever yeah um, it, was, it was probably it was probably i mean if i had to get, guess i would think probably funding probably not, yeah. not having the same type of cushion or support that you know some of these other universities may have no nah, i can definitely um, get that so yeah i mean and it's it's unfair you know for real for real but uh i hate i hate that those kids got to miss this year playing because I just can't imagine as a college athlete, um, and obviously, I'm sure these these um, universities and colleges made that decision, you know, with the health, the health being in mind. But um, I just hate. I know if I'm in college, I'm missing a whole season, and I'm watching other people play too. Right. Man, so I they um about that. I think they were talking about um playing in the spring though. 
Okay. I think that's a, I think that's an option as far as playing in the spring. But again, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, yeah with the draft, uh, with the draft, with the All Star games, and um, all of that, man. I'm not sure how that'll work out. So I hope they revisit, man. I hope hopefully they can make it happen this year. I wonder if they, you know, if y'all been practicing or not, or it's been shut down. Nah, um, we haven't been practicing at all. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, man. Crazy year, man. Crazy, Crazy year. year. 2020, man. That's one for the books. For real, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at uh how well the NFL been handling the test testing. You know, mm -hmm. NBA kind of shot, you know, but they're doing the bubble, keeping everybody testing every day. But the NFL, as far as I know, at least, like, you know, once they leave the building, like they're kind of free range. Yeah, free to do they live their own life. And it's just yeah. really on them to make the right decision. And it seems like shoot, everybody's been making the right decision. So that's that's uh, real good to see out the gate, man. Real good. Hopefully, hopefully we can keep it going for another, what, 20 weeks? Yeah. It's a grind. The NFL it's season. A grind. It's a grind, man. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a lot of chicks upgraded this season. To, to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what? Oh, man. It's gonna be funny, man. Man, y'all gotta go back and um check out um our overreaction Monday, man. Me and Debo, we kind of talked about one of uh some of our favorite cities that we like to visit. And I ain't gonna give y'all too much. I'm gonna make sure y'all go back. The, what, yeah, we got a question. We got a question from a fan, and they said, "What you know? What's, what's your favorite road city, road team to visit? You know, whatever." So you know. Yeah, I go back and listen to that, man. Yeah, I, got my honest little, answer. <laughs> I, got, I got a little chuckle out of that, man. My answer is probably the most. If I polled the NFL players, it'll probably be. Well, you know, you got them L.A. teams now. Vegas. I, I ain't have a bunch of L.A. So you got L.A. So you got Vegas now. That's going to be dangerous, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, Yo, we. Oh. Be and then. That stadium is dope, too. Hey, Satan is dope. Satan is dope. Um. So I don't know how many East Coast teams do it. I know when I was in the Niners, when we came East, we used to travel on Friday. Uh, mm -hmm. We would come in town on Friday. I don't understand why every team don't do that, man. I hate yeah. it. I hate it when I was on the team that tried. We used to do that in Indy, man. Like, why are yeah. we traveling on Saturday? Like, Yeah, that's 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 the worst. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how many teams from the East, when they travel West, how many um, teams uh, travel on Friday. But I could just imagine um, getting out there Friday. Get out there Vegas on Friday. Yeah, Vegas on Friday. LA on Friday. Oh mm. man. That's gonna be something to keep an eye on later in the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny though, man. That's funny. What I was about to say, damn, just make me think about something. Hey, but look, man, we're gonna have a, a special guest on the next show. Very um, yeah, man. I'm excited. Uh I know D Buzz excited too, Florida boy. Hometown uh, legend. Hometown legend. Uh Sante Samuel, man. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a future Hall of Famer soon. But um definitely gonna definitely gonna ask him some real questions. I know he's gonna give it to us real. Yep. Um it, that 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 conversation is gonna be fun. That's gonna be a good one, man. I can't wait for that. So should have been a first ballot. We're gonna we're gonna get his take on it. He ain't mm here -hmm. been shy at all. <laughs> at all. All right, man. So we got to uh, revisit a tweet um, I sent out probably, I think, last week after uh, some news. Bro, I think Schefter, Schefter broke some news that, you know, the coaches that got a letter, a stern written letter 
warning them about their mask. And I, I retweeted. I was like, hey, man, find them, man. We don't get no letter. Woo. So shit, somebody was listening. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they hit three coaches for 300K last week. And then each team, they find them 250 grand. And uh, that got me into thinking, like, where does all this fine money go, man? Right. <laughs> like, you got you got the answer for that? I don't, man. And um, so my thing was, I know I've heard that the money goes to different, you know, foundations. Um, I guess like I the NFL yep. and the NFLPA um, chooses to. But my question is, if it goes to a foundation and I get fined, why can't I um, decide to donate the money that I'm getting fined to Darius Butler's yeah. foundation. That's a fact. In the same vice, way. Vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it, it, it would make sense, especially if you're getting fined 10 grand for a uniform violation. Right. Or, you know, something for your socks. Like you know 5000 I mean? for your socks or whatever what's, the case what's, may be. What's the craziest thing you've been fined for? The craziest thing I've been fined for is... You never thought you'd be fined for Man, I never thought in football I'd get fined for some socks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's a fair point. Like some socks. I mean, I get it. Like you know, you want everybody uniform, but the big scheme of things, you gonna you gonna charge me ten thousand because you because you said that I don't have enough white. That's crazy. So so the sock rule, uniform rule, you know, they want people to be as uniform as possible. And they, it's like a certain amount of white you have to show in your socks to be like legal. Nobody right? knows that amount. So it's like, okay, if I, if the, so the top has to be blue and then for the coats, of course. Um, and then you can bring up the white, which they want at least, you know, whatever height. And, you know, some people like to wear their socks mostly blue. Some people like to wear them mostly white. So, you know, players still try to individualize it, but it's on, it's somebody out there. It's a uniform guy. Every game checking the sidelines out, check you out. Know your jerseys, your it is your visors, it clears, it dark. So they checking off. And if you sometimes they'll warn you, sometimes not, but they'll fight for socks. Um, I got fined from my own team for swapping my jersey <laughs> after they told me not to. And what they hit you for, like 250? Nah, two great 20, 2300. Well, no, 2300 for a jersey, bro. Nah, that jersey won't worth it. 2300, bro. That's crazy. Uh -huh. I would have to go. I would have to go holler at bro. Like I need that bro, jersey back. I was hot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need that jersey. Nah, back. nah. I was, I was hot. I was hot with the team. I was hot with the coach. Nah, nah, I get you. I get it. Yeah, y'all gonna charge me that? So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, craziest thing I've been fined for. I was talking about the tweeting, tweeting Ocho. Uh, you know, during the week with the game upcoming, he's like, oh, y'all going to have to double team me. Y'all going to have to hoo -hoo. I'm like, man, nobody ain't double teamed you since this, man. We going this and that. So Bill wait all the way till Saturday, has the whole conversation printed out on paper. He's like, hey, yeah, you talking about the game plan and this and that and conduct detrimental. Find me. I'm like, man, come on. How much? Uh, I think that was like 2500 too. In fact, this motherfucker be trying me, dog. Man, but you know. For the I'll, listeners, man, you have you have some cash, man, getting paid. I mean, not getting paid, but getting fined $25,000, 50000 So, I got hit like that. Numbers. what's the biggest one you got? 
Paul, mm-hmm. I think uh <laughs> I think the uh the largest fine that I got was twenty for a hit. Yeah, it got me twenty-four for a hit too. Twenty-four hit. And so. it was clean. Yeah. This shit was probably yeah. dirty though. Yeah. But then nah 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 nah. You know, I'm wondering <clears throat> oh, my tackles be my tackles be clean. But um a lot a lot of time though, um, you know, you can you can you know talk talk with the uh who was the fine people back? Who who's the fine people now? Mert Hanks. Is she still there? Um, I don't think he's with them no more, but I know at one time Mer Hanks and you can kind of talk with them um and appeal your appeal your yeah. fines. Sometimes they'll um cut it oh, in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of times they'll cut it in half. Sometimes they'll be like, nah. Um, so it just depends. When did Derek Brooks too? Yeah, Derek Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an old throwback legend, offensive player, defensive player. So I mean, I I, I, I don't been on too many of them calls mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to fill some shit to a receiver. I'm on the phone with James Thrash trying to get <laughs> trying to explain oh, what what the, as a DB. Yeah, yeah I'm nah. like, well, I ain't got a shot. So Spotrack.com tracks fines 218 infractions for 5.2 million dollars in the year 2019. Okay. That's a lot of money. Well, they off to a hell of a start this 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 year. Oh. Three hundred thousand for the coaches, seven hundred fifty thousand for teams. That's just what we know, so we don't know what the players is getting fined. Man, so, so yeah, so. they 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 already unclear the mill. A lot of these, um, as you, I think D Bus, you said it before we got on, man. These, this, some of this money need to go to social injustice, man. Yeah, we need to, we need to start tracking that money too. Yeah. Where is that actually going to create? You know, whatever change, because just throwing money at issues, you know, not not. It's never really the answer. It's really yeah. about putting it in the places that, you know, are already functioning, already know the issues, already handle them, and you just help them kind of scale up mm-hmm. and then make a bigger difference with people who already know because the issues in uh, the 757 are completely di- different than the issues in 954, 305, yeah. or, you know, 213, wherever you at. So, yep, yep. you know, the resource, the, the, the plan of action got to be different too. But, um, we gotta start tracking that, and obviously being accountable to ourselves. You know, being being that change. No, for sure, for sure, man. There you have it. Another episode, yes, man to man pod. Again, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, again, be on the lookout next episode. Sante Samuel, future Hall of Famer. Future Hall of um, Famer. Fort Lauderdale Fort, native. Fort Lauderdale. Um, it's gonna be a good conversation. So. Again, and go back to other episodes, man. We we had some good stuff. Gerard Powers, Eric Weddle, Fonte Davis, Trey Boston, Buda Trey Boston, Buda Baker. You got some Q and A's. Yeah, decent car. You got some Q and A's up there. So definitely send us your your questions. Um, you can hit us on Twitter, IG at the Man to Man Pod, and Mikey mine's Taylor, is, Mikey Taylor. Yeah, Mikey Taylor. That was that was a real good one. Real good one. Um, yeah. My Twitter, my Instagram. Abathay41. My Twitter and Instagram is Darius J. Butler. And um, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. So, again, man, appreciate y'all. We out. Look out. Yes, sir.